Good morning, Sales Academy listeners, followers, podcast listeners, YouTube watchers, Facebook followers, and lurkers. Yeah, the lurkers. You know who you are. You just lurk away in the background every now and again, commenting. Listen, get involved. Get involved, because if, if you want anything in life, you've got to take action, all right? So stop lurking and take action. Get involved. Get in touch. Let's have a conversation. Let's engage. And let's see where it takes us. It's that simple. So today, guys, morning, uh, I wanted to share with you a principle. Today's conversation, today's musing is all about a principle that I first came across when in my time in Action Coach. But this is a very simple, yet a very powerful principle. And it's one that we refer to pretty much every day. You know, we anchor back to it on a personal level, friends, family, but also with clients and stuff. And we're, we're looking at how this impacts us. So before we go any further with it, my gift to you listening or watching this now is I'm going to give you the principle. I'm going to run through it with you. And then I'm going to set you some homework. I'm going to set you a challenge, right? So I don't care when you're listening to this. I don't care whether it's today or in 10 years time. I don't care when you're listening to this. The gift is still there. All right. So there's no 30% off bollocks or no time limit delay. This is I'm going to gift you some time and experience to go through this with you one to one. So I'm going to give you the principle. I'm going to set you the homework. And if you listen to this and then you do the homework, you can reach out and we can get on a call and we can go on a Zoom call or whatever it might be. And we can do some one-to-one with you to really understand and cement in the impacts and the effects of this principle in your life and business because it's prolific, right? So the principle is called above the line, below the line. I've heard it called many, many things. I've called it, heard it called awe and bed. I've heard it called above the line, below the line, victim, victor, winners, losers, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, listen, there's some really, really powerful words I'm going to share with you, but then I'm going to share with you an understanding. I'm going to share with you some examples of how it, you know, it shows up in my life because we're all human beings, right? We're not human doings, we're human beings. So things happen and it affects us. So life happens to us, shit happens to us, good things and bad things happen to us. And it literally knocks us off kilter, right? So the needle's always moving and developing the life skills to be able to pull ourselves back. Well, one of the things I always say is awareness is the first step. Aware of how we're feeling, aware of the decision that we've made and the impact that it's created, aware of the results that we're getting or how we're feeling about something because of the things that we've taken. Haven't worked out for ages, I'm feeling sluggish, right? I've been, you know, I'm always getting hung a bit sluggish in the morning just because I'm probably drinking too much wine. Like, well, you know, what are the things that we're doing that are having a knock-on effect elsewhere? So get a pen and paper. Please get a pen and paper because what I'd like you to do is write this down and then capture some notes. So as you're listening to this, if you're driving, obviously don't get a pen and paper. You can listen to this later on replay. But I want you to think about it more than anything. So when you write stuff down, you emotionally connect to the pen, which is why it's really important. Why I encourage you to write it down. But I want you to think about this if you are driving. Right. So the three words, there's a, there's a line right on a piece of paper. What we need to do is draw a line or think visualize a line on a piece of paper midway up the paper and then below that line what we're going to do is we're going to write three words blame excuses denial blame excuses denial those are the three words that live below that line and then above that line we're going to look at ownership accountability and responsibility ownership accountability responsibility so I'll give you a kind of different variations of this in terms of the experiences of how it shows up, but also how I explain it. And to start with, 
life is not as flat as that line, but that is really the lifeline, the line that you've drawn in the middle of the page, or you can visualize in your head. That's the lifeline, right? And we either live below that line or above that line, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, we, uh, uh, above or below. So when I say things happen to us, it's like some things in life come along and they kind of feel like they've punched us in the stomach and we're naturally, our shoulders are going to drop, our energy is going to drop, our, oh, our ability to function is going to drop. Some of us don't even recognize that happens. Some of us do. Some of us do. and We know what to do to get ourselves back in a good state, get ourselves back to the optimum state. And some of us feel this happening, but don't know or we haven't learned yet how to get ourselves back into the optimum state. So let's talk about the blame, excuse, denial stage first. You know, th this is kind of when anything happens in your life. And I'll think about this, guys. Like, who do you know? Your friends, family, support network, colleagues, clients. You know, when anything happens in their life, they automatically drop below that line and they point the finger. Yeah, my business is struggling, but that's because of COVID. My business is struggling. That's because of the government and the bank rates and all this sort of stuff. But they just point the finger at everybody else rather than holding the mirror up to themselves and taking a level of accountability to go, okay, what well, that's happened. What can I do? I'll come to that in a minute, but they just go to blame and this becomes a habit, right? And they have a, a venting and a, a bump in the gums kind of scenario that they go through. You know, I don't dismiss the fact that some bumping of the gums, some processing, some moaning, some releasing, some gesticulating. So all that sort of stuff can actually play a part in helping some people process, especially if they're an external referencer, right? And it helps get this stuff out. So there's positives in this. But going below that line is something that we all do. We will naturally go to blame, right? We will more naturally go to um, excuses. Or if you're posh, you give the word reasons, right? Excuses why we didn't do things. Excuses why I couldn't do that. Or excuses why I haven't been able to finish this in time. We make excuses or reasons. And then some of us will go to the level of, well, we just deny it even happened. We just, no, it's not, not ready to accept it, not playing. I'm going to sit on my ball. No, if I just do nothing, it will go away. That's such a man's response. Do nothing, right? Something happens, do nothing. We like to go to our nothing box and think things through and everything else. But if we do nothing, things settle down. So it's a very uh, stereotypical problem-solving skill of a man is to do nothing, right? Women are looking at that going, how do you do nothing? We are like doing everything all of the time. So, um, and actually that's more feminine and masculine, not just men and women, right? So blame, excuse, deny. Who do you know? Who can you recognize? Who pops into your head as soon as you hear those words, right? Those behaviors. Somebody that automatically blames everybody else, never takes accountability, responsibility themselves. Somebody that's always looking at making excuses or reasons why they don't do things rather than actually doing the bloody things they need to do to get the kind of results they want, right? Or they just won't even accept it's happening. So that's below the line. Now we all go there emotionally and mentally, physically. We will because life hits us hard sometimes, right? But the key is to not unpack and live there. The key is to not move in. The key is to recognize that you're there and then go, okay, cool. What can I do about it? So let's go above the line. Let's look at those words above the line. Ownership, accountability, responsibility. And this isn't about being, you know, the, 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 the brightest, lightest person in the room and the kind of Tony Robbins-esque because we're always motivated and always up because even Tony says he gets into a funk, you know, and if you haven't watched that video, go and watch How to Get Out of a Funk. It's a brilliant little video. 
but some people kind of emulate or try and emulate Tony and they go with this whole like everything's brilliant everything's great you know you've got these people on Facebook guys they're Facebook friends their children are eating vegan food from three months old and sleep through till like 12 midday you know come on it's nonsense we know it is we know it is but those kind of knobbish friends exist where they are always positive and always fake and everything, everything, that's unrealistic. And that's not a healthy place to live. It's really not when it's that fake. The same as uh, living under that line and living in a place of denial and moan and blame. And uh, that's also not a healthy place to live. So if we understand that life's a bit of a roller coaster, to quote Ronan Keaton, and I won't sing it for you because I'm just not that good. I won't ruin the song. But life is a roller coaster. What we got to do is learn how to ride the roller coaster and how to manage those peaks and troughs emotionally and also how to bounce back quicker, how to recognize where we are emotionally and how to recognize the effect that we have on ourselves and other people. What we say, the impact. What we do, the impact, positive or negative. All right. So let's just say, for example, I was going to a meeting this morning and I'm going to meet with some clients. And I've got a training session and I need my A game, right? Because I'm, I'm going to bring my best to that team. That's what I try and do every time. Best endeavors to be my best all the time. So I've got to get myself in a good state. That means getting a good night's sleep. That means getting up early, having a good shower and stuff. I meditate before bed. That kicks into play in the following morning in the shower when I have my shower meditation and stuff. And it gets me ready for the day. And then I have my bowl of fruit and, and um, coconut yogurt and stuff. And so I'm putting good things in. I'm drinking water and stuff. So I'm getting myself in the best place I can possibly be. And yes, I'm going to whack a double espresso in there for good measure, because why wouldn't I, right? Like me, like I need double espresso. There you go. So, and then I'm in a good place and I've dropped the kids off at school or whatever, and I'm on the way to the meeting. And then some tit just behaves like they behave on the road. And I'm at times that tit, all right? So I'm not sitting in judgment. I'm just giving you an example. But this guy just, or this this lady just does something absolutely ridiculous and it automatically sends me to that place of what are you doing now my my mood has changed my state has changed my emotional intelligence has dropped through the floor because the decisions i'm going to make in that heightened state of emotion i pretty much guarantee are going to be decisions that are going to cost me more time more energy more emotion more time to put things right because of the decisions i made were probably not the best ones right? You know what I mean when you get into this road rage. I tend not to get road rage, actually. I get retail rage when people stand in the doorways with their partners going, where are we going to go next, love? I don't care. Just don't sit there and talk about it in the doorway. Go somewhere else and have the conversation. You're blocking people coming in the night. It's a thoroughfare. See, it can change the state that quickly, all right? Breathe into your nose, breathe back out, laugh, change the state, clicking my fingers, away we go. So I've practiced and learned some of these things to to, to change my states because even when I'm getting into that role to kind of demonstrate that I'm still saying those words my brain's still hearing them my heart's still hearing them my my soul's still feeling it so it has an impact on me if I allow it in so I have to change my state and bring it back right that's what I can control so if this person behaves like an idiot in the traffic or in the door of a shop I have to take ownership of the fact that that's just happened simple thing ownership it's just happened. I can't change it. I can't control everything. I can't control everyone's behaviors. That's just kind of um, narcissistic thinking, hey, what is it, ego, egomaniac, whatever it is. I can't control everybody else. But what I can control is how I respond, not how I react. There's a difference between responding and reacting, right? So how I respond, that's what I can control. So what I say, what I think, what I feel, what I do next. So take ownership and accept that that thing just happened. 
Now become accountable for what you say, think, feel, do next. And if you do that consistently, if you just focus on that and you take all of that energy away from what that person did and put that energy back into getting you back to where you need to be to be the best version of you as a father, as a mother, as a parent, as a lover, as a teacher, as a whatever, whatever your role is to get you back into that good place. And if you take ownership that it's happened and accept it and you take accountability for what you say, think, feel, do next, you will become responsible for your results consistently. So you have the power. You have the power to change this, to change the impact. So there's the principle with a couple of examples of how above and below the line kind of show up in our lives, right? So now the homework is I'd like you to draw this out. When you get back home, if you're driving stuff, draw this out, draw the line. Ownership, accountability, responsibility above it. Blame, excuse, deny below it. And then what I'd like you to do is on the page, kind of split the page in half or whatever and look at it and go, what do I say and do when I'm above the line? What are the kind of things that I say and do when I'm in a good place? Mentally, physically, emotionally, positively, whatever. When I'm in a good place, what are the kind of things that I say and do? And how does that affect me and how I feel and my results and my outcomes? And then take it away from you and go, and how does that affect other people? How do, my, how do I influence other people for the better when I'm in that good place? And then conversely, what I'd like you to do is look at it from below the line. When you go into that place and you get into that rage and that upset and that frustration, resentment, jealousy, whatever it might be, envy, when you get into that space, what are the kind of things that you say and do then? And how does that make you feel? And how long does it make you feel that for? And what kind of person do you turn into? And therefore, what impacts does it have on other people so what impacts does it have on you what impacts does it have on other people when you are either above that line or below that line that's the exercise so i've given you the principle i've given you some examples and i've given you the exercise the only thing you need to do now is give yourself the respect to put some time and effort into this invest a bit of time and effort into this to truly understand a bit more about who you are and what's going on and what we can do to actually get some of that balance back. And then once you've done the exercise, drop me a message. Contact me on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever it is, drop me a message, and we'll book a one-to-one call with you on Zoom, and we'll go through it, right? And I will gift you that time. We're probably looking for half an hour to an hour, and I will gift you that time to support you and listen and challenge what you've put down and the impacts. And then we can agree some things that you can do to make some differences. You will feel empowered by the exercise to make changes for the better for your life. Now, I think that's a gift. But like with any gifts, if you don't open the frigging thing and do anything with it, it's totally bloody useless. So peace out, guys. This is my musing for today. Above the line, below the line. Have some fun with it. I look forward to having some one-to-ones with you guys. Be awesome. Be kind. Stay safe. See you later.